Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Handmaid's Tales Podcast. I am your host, Paige Seidler. Today we will be talking about how Handmaid's Tale relates to cults all over the United States. So in The Handmaid's Tale, written by Margaret Atwood, you see women being treated like nothing but sex slaves. This is often how women are treated in cults. So in The Handmaid's Tale, if a woman was not married to a high social man, but were fertile, you were to become a handmaid. These women were often raped, tortured, and even in some cases, murdered. In Gilead, they set up a new totalitarian society where they took away women's rights and placed them into categories where they would be most useful. Although we find it hard to believe that cults are actually real, this type of reproductive-driven cults do exist. According to a paper written by Yahin Lalish, approximately 5,000 cults active in the United States today and an estimated 185,000 new members being recruited each year. She describes these cults as a particular type of relationship that not only is based on an enormous power imbalance between the leader and the followers, but also includes a hidden agenda. So one story that we'll be exploring today is from Hannah Edinger. Hannah was raised in a fundamentalist Christian community in western Pennsylvania. The church she attended could be called a cult, while her parents went a step further homeschooling and raising nine children, and Hannah was the oldest of these nine children. Her family was part of a large movement called Quiverfall. This term is taken from a psalm where the writer talks about God blessing the man whose quiver is full of arrows. This metaphor refers to the children. Um, Their community understood this and knew that it was commanded to have children and raise them in an aggressively conservative faith. And then there will be more, quote, true believers, um, Christian believers, in the world to bring more of a cultural revolution in the name of Jesus Christ. These children who grew up in the life of a apocalyptic and see themselves as a way to serve the front lines of a culture war um, to make America Christian. So women in their society were treated a lot like the women in uh, Handmaid's Tale. These women, like Hannah's mother, weren't allowed to have their own bank accounts. They weren't even allowed to have their own email addresses. And they weren't allowed to leave the house without the permission of their husband. Kind of like in Handmaid's Tale, where the women had to go out um, at least by twos in order in case someone did something wrong, they were um, there to tell on them. So these women were called helpmeets. It was taken from King James Version of the Bible that refers to wives as a crea- were created to meet the needs of their husbands and to be helpers to them. Hannah was part of a super conservative worship church dance group for young women called His Handmaids. This term is also taken from the Bible. The term is from Virgin Mary's response to the angel Gabriel, telling her she's going to be um, pregnant with the Messiah. The women in the community were there to serve a higher purpose than their own desires like Alfred had to do. Gun girls who led congregation wore white dresses and were stripped of identifying features such as no jewelry, no nail polish, and their hair tied back out of their face. This you see in relation to the handmaids because the women had to wear red and we had no other features to kind of make them stand out. So the wives in this cult were submissive um, and had to help their husbands. Hannah explains that her mother literally was there to be a fertile ground for her father to breed a quiver full of Christian culture warriors. 
One thing I found interesting reading was an interview Atwood did about The Handmaid's Tale and her creative process was a comment she made about not including anything in the novel that had not already been happened in some society somewhere else. So, I mean, really, if you look at this, it's not, it's a fictional book, but really, it just shows how cults really do things to manipulate and really just take advantage of young people. Sexual exploitation is extremely common in cults. The sexual abuse can range from having to live in a sexual cohesive environment to unwanting touching to rape. We see this much in The Handmaid's Tale where women have to sleep with the commander to be able to have his baby. Sexual exploitation includes reproductive and general sex controls through such policies as arranged marriages, mandated relationships and, or intimacies, and regulated childbearing. One could argue that cults should be considered illegal because no one should really be forced into this kind of environment. These people are brainwashed into a culture that they believe is what's best for them, but in reality is helping no one and is hurting themselves and people around them. These people who dominate over them wish to do it in an intimate and personal way, often leading back to sexual encounters. I kind of relate this back to Charles Manson and how he really tried to draw people in to have a quote-unquote family even because these people came from maybe bad homes or they just couldn't go back and he just really tried to draw them in and then like I talked about earlier with the hidden agendas you know he ended up having someone kill people so while Handmaid's Tale is a fictional novel real cults exist all over the U.S. similar to the story told by Atwood so I want to thank you all for joining me and I hope you all have a wonderful day